everybody, and welcome to episode 8 of Life Wives for Life, a conversational podcast where three best friends talk about life and stuff and their fish. Yay! Yay! Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. We are in our pajamas this morning because we had a sleepover at Nicole's house. Yay! And then we're going to have a pool day, but first, podcasting. Hooray! So today. How efficient. Mm, Very efficient. (laughs) So today we're going to be following up on our recommendations to each other, aka forcing each other to read, watch, otherwise enjoy something that we like. Um, and then we'll have some Canadiana and some Charlie news and some recommendations. Yeah, yeah. That's the plan for today. Sweet. Lynn's, your book's first. I thought your book was first. My oh, book's Liz, first. I just got mixed up. Nicole's book's first. My book's first because it was the shortest. It, it is. Was so, shortest. to recap, we read a book about mermaids and a book about dolphins and a book about dragons. Yay. <laughs> they have real names and we'll go through them now. Yes. yes. So, so, my book was written by Janet Ivanovich and it was called Sleeping with the Fishes mm-hmm. and it was about... It's not Janet Ivanovich. It's oh, no. Mary, it's Mary Janice, Janice Davidson. Davidson. Yeah. I get those two confused. <laughs> My book was written by Mary Janice Davidson, and it was called Sleeping with the Fishes. And it was about a mermaid named Fred, who worked at the New England Aquarium, and was quite saucy. Very saucy. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And what did you two think? Um, I enjoyed it quite a lot. I thought it was hysterical. I didn't love the ending, but I realized as I was reading it that it's part of a series, so that is why. It's not really the ending. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um... Yeah, there were super fun characters. I really liked her roommate, friend? best friend, best friend Jonas. Jonas. Yes, He's I liked hilarious. him a lot. Yeah. And the mermaid stuff was pretty funny. And yeah, it was fun. It was like a super. I read it mostly on an airplane. <laughs> was it airplane? Ferry. Ferry. <laughs> That's what it was. It felt like an airplane. <laughs> um, so I read like a solid two thirds of it. In one go, so that was super fun. It is very fast. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. And the cover has glitter on it. Exactly. It does. <laughs> it does. Um, yeah, no, I really enjoyed it too. I wish that I had timed it so I could read it more at the beach because it's like perfect beach summer book. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's hilarious. And I also really liked the characters. Um, and it had just enough um, real science mm-hmm. to make yeah. me not angry. And then there was the part with the intern who loved dolphins. <laughs> I thought you guys would love that so yeah. much. Because <laughs> I think we've all met interns like that. Yeah. And like, who were just too enthusiastic for life. And yeah, and she was so dumb. Yeah. She wanted yeah. to go find the dolphins in the harbor and mm-hmm. all these horrible things. But then also she was like singing part of your world yeah. to the fish and all the stuff. And I'm like, I have so many memories of not singing part of your world to the fish or um, knowing people who did that. But just all... By marine biologists who are our age, do that. Like I have a distinct memory of being in Australia on a humpback survey, and we're all watching um, Little Mermaid, and then somebody else comes up the stairs and she sees her like Little Mermaid and like squeals on the top of her lungs. And we're like twenty four years old, and everybody has that exact same reaction because we all grew up with it. And when you're, I guess, when you're a marine biologist. Born in the eighties, that's your movie. If you were a marine yeah. biologist born in the nineties, it would be Nemo, yep. and that's yeah. the way that just it is. Life, just the yeah. way that life is. And so. sometimes you're a marine biologist born in the eighties, and you love Finding Nemo and Mermaid mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah, yeah. and that's and okay. also Splash. Yes, yes. Watch Splash. Oh, mm. Good times. But yeah, it's just yeah. such a um, a callback to my past life. Yes. <laughs> Since all three of us have at some point in our lives been marine biologists. Yes, we're all recovering marine (laughs) biologists. (laughs) That's what we are. Good terms. Uh, But yeah, I really liked it. The guys were good um, and pretty funny. And yeah, and it was way better than the horrible Monterey Bay murder book that I read. (laughs) So... Yeah. yeah. Yay! Yeah. I'm so glad. It was good. Are the sequels as fun? Yes, they are. Um, And without ruining anything mm-hmm. if anyone would like because I think there are two other ones there may even be one past that but I know I've read two other ones and I own the first one and the second one and yeah. I do not own the third one but I got it from the library I have the second one at my house yes. oh, yeah. wanted. Um, they actually I think have slightly more fleshed out mystery mm. things because mm-hmm. that was a little lacking in yeah. this one like yeah. it was random but it made sense that it was sort of 
a bit light on mystery because it was also like introducing the yeah. characters and world building. Uh, yeah, and... yeah. So it get that gets a little bit more fleshed out, nice. and the um, adult part of oh. the adult books. Yes, it was it was more adult than I needed to read on the ferry, <laughs> um, and that has more to do with maybe the female character that you care about, right. As opposed to the, the male, male character, character that yeah. you care about. It was in the a first little book. strange. It kind of yeah. felt a little bit like. I'm writing this book for this age group, so I have to put this in, because yeah. otherwise people won't buy it if there's not a scene like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I didn't mind that like, from the plot, but like how it just switched from a normal book to a semi-descriptive book, yeah. and I'm like, okay. And more descriptive than you sometimes get in that genre. Yeah. Yeah. And more and descriptive like, than, like... I felt I had been prepared. Yes. I went from like zero to sixty real yeah. fast. Like more descriptive, <laughs> like the descriptive level of the book increases regardless of what she's talking about. But like she's talking about that part, mm-hmm. and it's super descriptive all of a sudden. And I'm like, this is weird. And then mm-hmm. more descriptive than yeah than you're expecting. And yeah. you're like, I didn't know that this was that kind of book. Hmm. Yeah. And then also the fact that like no spoilers, but it's not as it's nowhere near as descriptive for like the main character exactly in yeah. this book. Yeah. So that was a bit jarring. But again, because it's part of a series, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, also reread it mm-hmm. because I thought it would be fun. And since it was the shortest, <laughs> yeah. well, I might as like well since I've read seconds. the other two. Um, and I remembered, when I recommended it, I remembered how much I loved the characters and thought they were just freaking hilarious. Yeah. I remembered that the mermaid stuff was super cool and interesting world building yeah. mermaid yeah, stuff. Really like liked... more biology about it than mm-hmm. you would expect and to I get. And I liked how yeah. they explained all of the main questions mm-hmm. about mermaids. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And also that she was a terrible swimmer as yes. a human. Yeah. That <laughs> Which was really awesome. funny. Uh, but I had forgotten about all of the, like, working in an aquarium and, like, the actual, wow, I've so lived that experience. (laughs) Because when I read the book the first time, I was working at an aquarium, and so it, like, really resonated with me, but now that I don't work in an aquarium anymore, I had kind of forgotten about that, and so rereading it, I was like, oh, yeah, no, I've so had that day. (laughs) Yep, nice. And there is one, for any of our listeners who are going Mm -hmm. to go out and read that book, there is one... And I'm impressed by this because there is only one, to my recollection, factual inaccuracy oh. from a scientific perspective. Other that than is, mermaids. Well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that is that it is not octopi. Yes. Oh. It is octopuses. That's true. The correct plural of octopus is, is octopuses. octopuses. And everybody gets that wrong. But that's not a biology fact. That's a grammar fact. That is a grammar fact. <laughs> so yes. it's fine. I feel that there was one near the beginning that was wrong, and I was like, oh, no, it's going to be like this. Um, there was something then... about, like, animals in an exhibit that being on the West Coast, I was like, mm, no. But because there, it's an Atlantic Aquarium, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, maybe. Yeah, there remember. was something near the beginning that I was like, that sounds a little suspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but that was the only issue, but I obviously it's not important enough. No. It doesn't yeah. stand out like so many other Inaccurate. marine biology esque books. Yes. I was very impressed um, mm-hmm. that for a, you know, chiclet adult beach read super fun mermaid book. Yeah. That like they were on point yes. yeah. <laughs> with their marine biology. Yeah. And also very clearly knew what it was like to work in that world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. So, hooray! I'm Yay. glad you enjoyed it. Uh question mm-hmm. for both of you. So in, you know, typical that genre mm-hmm fiction, there is a triangle, right? and there are two men that Mm -hmm. Fred the Mermaid is introduced to um, that she may or may not need to choose from at some point in the series. There is Merman, Artur, Mm -hmm. who I just call Arthur because it's weird to say Artur in your head, Uh or Art, Mm -hmm. Um, and there is Scientist Man, man. Mm -hmm. Thomas, is that his name? I think so. We'll go with Thomas. Name. Yes. <laughs> Scientist man. Sarah, <laughs> who would you choose? Um, for me or for her? For you. Oh, the scientist man. Yeah. yeah. Lindsay? Also scientist man. Yes. I would also choose scientist yeah. man. And I think also for her. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Yeah, like, Archer was funny. Yes. And, and like, it, I... It introduced I've... good conflict. Yes. Um, but I was like, no. He's yeah. too headstrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But maybe I don't know. I don't know. I could I could be I could be sold either way mm. in the series for her. But yes, yeah, excellent. Yes, excellent. All Hooray! right, yay, Lindsay, describe your book. Okay, my book was this This Rough Magic by Mary Stewart. 
Uh, it wasn't actually about dolphins. It just had a dolphin in it. It was a pretty important dolphin. It was yeah. an important dolphin, but v- it wasn't... An important character and plot-wise. It wasn't about dolphins. It no. was about a lady. Yes. And, and about the Tempest. And about Hooray! the Tempest. And a mystery. And a mystery. And, and Greece. And Greece. Greece. See? So much right? <laughs> what did you guys think? I liked it. It reminded me... I hadn't read Mary Stewart for so long, yeah. whereas I read all the... Um, Arthur Merlin's Merlin mm-hmm. ones when I was little, like not little, but me like too. fourteen, yeah, and I was like, oh, I should read those again. Yeah, because yeah, she has such a distinct <laughs> style. Yeah, um, I, I literally know. read it really fast because my life has been crazy. So I finished it this morning, and um, yeah, I quite enjoyed it. Um, the one awesome thing that I found, as much as it takes place in the sixties, I think late fifties. Anyways, they're always mm-hmm. they're talking about. After the war. Yeah, yeah. there's like the Iron Curtain, the Cold War, war stuff. Back to New York. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um, and there was at no point that I was like, oh, if they had cell phones, this mystery would be solved so easily. Yeah. Like, it mm-hmm. felt like, I think because she was on vacation and in this little tiny, like, village near, like, on Corfu, it just made sense that there were no cell phones. Yeah. And, like, you always had to go up to the house to call because, like, you're not going to take your cell phone to the beach when you're, like, on a beautiful Greek island. Yeah, like, no, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I really enjoyed that. It felt really timeless, mm-hmm. other than the Cold War stuff. Yeah, the Cold War stuff. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. There's a lot of it that... And, like, I think we talked about it, I don't know if it was on the podcast when we were talking about it, or separately, of the... Like, the feminism isn't bad. It's just mm-hmm. no appropriate for that time, but it doesn't stand out in, like, a really, really bad way. Yeah, no, no. I, Like, I it's, you, it. you know, they're all, like, overbearing and whatever... To yeah. her, but it's more like they're overbearing because he's the bad guy, yeah. not yes. because she's a woman. Yeah. Well, yeah, and also yeah. she's new to the island yeah. and she doesn't speak Greek and yeah. yeah. And, and there's a lot of reasons to want to protect young. her. <laughs> yeah. 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 And unmarried. Yes. Yes. Yeah. What did you think? I loved it. It it does tick all the boxes yes, for me. Dolphins and the Tempest. Well, and yeah. Corfu, which I've yeah, been yeah. to, um, and so that was a nice little trip down memory lane, and. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, so first of all, a little backstory, Lindsay has been trying to get me to read this book for a good five years, and I have taken it out of the library a minimum of three times, like, I've held it (laughs) physically in my hand at least three times, and I always, like, start the first few pages, and then life happens, and then it's due back to the library, and I'm like, I'm sorry, Lindsay, I didn't read the book. Yeah, and I'm like, you're the worst. We're breaking up. Yes. So I am so, so glad that you did it as a recommendation for a podcast, because then I really had to read it, and yeah. I don't know what it is. Like, the first chapter just doesn't yeah. appeal to me. Mm-hmm. That's fair. And it it's doesn't hook me. And then I was like, this is awesome as soon as we like got over that and it wasn't even as soon as we met the dolphin it was just like i just needed to get through that initial yeah realize that there's interesting characters Mm -hmm. on this island yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i liked it Um, and it was great there's also a cat there is a cat i do like cats i liked all of it like Mm -hmm. um i really 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 loved all of the tempest elements Mm -hmm. and thinking about corfu as the island where the tempest is set and also the island that um, the Odyssey comes to, yeah, because uh, I love Greek mythology mm-hmm. too, and then tying that with the Tempest, which is my favorite Shakespeare play or even piece of work that Shakespeare ever did, um, and then it just made me really sad that I didn't know all of that, and I also hadn't fallen in love with the Tempest yet when I went to Corfu. Mm-hmm. I went to Corfu the summer between high school and university, and I fell in love with the Tempest thanks to my English professor in my first year of university. Shout out to Dr. Warren. She's the best English prof, or just like generally prof, I think, that I ever awesome. had. And maybe fell in love with the Tempest. So now I want to go back to Corfu. Me too. Yeah. Well, yes. I was one of those. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think because she writes a lot of romance mysteries. I don't yeah. know. Is that a genre? Yeah. yeah. Um, and Thornyhold is... The one that is beloved by my family. Mm. Um, like, there's there's three hard copies in my family before we moved out. <laughs> so we could all have fun. Um, and so I know my mom had the other... Well, she had, obviously, she had the Merlin ones mm-hmm. as books because this was before ebooks existed. And she had a lot of the other, like, the romance mystery ones as well. And I read them all at least once, maybe more than that. Um, yeah. when I was living at home, um, but Thornyhold I read probably every year, and I 
still do. Um, but I think when I got the ebooks, um, when I think probably after my mom got a e-reader, my dad got all of them and just sent them to all of us. And so then I read all of them and some of them are a little bit, but some of them, other ones besides this one are fantastic. And I love mm-hmm. them. And those ones with those plus this one and Thorny Hold, I read probably every year. Yeah. Um, like obviously it's not a mystery anymore, but if you leave it long enough, you yeah. remember you forget some parts and a lot of them can be a little bit similar. Mm-hmm. So like there's at least one, if not two more that take place in Greece, but just like mm-hmm. other parts of Greece. Um, and so sometimes you forget, um, like you get yeah, mixed which up ones with which, which yeah. one's which. Um, but I just really enjoy them. And this one, I probably, I've probably read a couple of times and then when I read it as an ebook, there was the dolphin, which obviously I love dolphins when I was reading it when I was 16. Yes. But, yeah. Um, and then for some reason I just fell in love with Max. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, and then, yeah. And then that was it. And then mm-hmm. I was, I think I had read it cause after you and we had been talking about mm-hmm. the Tempest and I'm like, Oh my God, the Tempest. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. And then it just took me a real long time yep, to get around to it. I understand time. and appreciate and and agree with all of the reasons yeah. you recommended it to me. The one thing that I always find weird, and they lots and lots of books do this, is like the main character who's like approachable and down to earth, blah blah blah. Her name's Lucy. Her like exotic older sister is named Philadelphia. I could never I that honestly yeah. is one of the reasons I hadn't been able to right, get past the first couple of pages. Because I couldn't yeah. it's on the first page yeah. and you don't know the main character's name yet. You yeah. learn the sister's name first. Yeah. And I remembered having that thought rereading it this time. Just yeah. that first page I'm like, right shit, I don't know how to say that person's uh, name. Yeah. But I'm like like I get why as a writer that happens. But like Parents don't name their, so- yeah. their kids that differently. Yeah. Actually, mm. I beg to differ oh. with that because mm-hmm. my very good friend's Fava, mm-hmm. her name is Fava, mm-hmm. and her sister's name is Tesha, I think, or some other, or Tev- Trevia, I can't remember right now, yeah. and that's awful because she's a good friend, but regardless. Um, and there are two girls and two boys mm-hmm. in that family, and the two girls have very interesting yeah. names, and the two boys, one is Joe. And the other is something equally very oh, similar so like, and simple. Did the mom get to name yes. two and the dad got to yes. name two? Yes. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> maybe that like, is believable. Um, it's just, yeah. A family. It's unusual. It's unusual. <laughs> a family we know very well um, with twins that are uh, Leia and, and Luke. <laughs> <laughs> now, were they both yeah. named by the same person? Yeah. If you watch oh, yeah, that's the right. end of episode three, yes, she's she dying does. and she yeah. But it's space, so maybe Leia's a really common name. Well, no, it's kind of the opposite. It was like, everybody's got crazy names. Like, oh, her name then, is Padme and mm-hmm. Anakin and, yeah. and Obi-Wan. Then, and then they were like, and Leia and Luke. Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Although, um, Owen and... Yeah, there's Owen and her. Oh, no, yeah. Maru. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like Owen is really Owen. Yeah. So maybe I don't know, but maybe only some names got kept into the future, like Owen and Luke. Yeah, yeah. and that's all. Yeah, and well, Ben. Mm. I guess technically only boy names got kept. Only there boy names got kept. Yeah, <laughs> see, problem solved. Um, yeah, awesome. So now you guys should be Thorninghold because it's awesome. Excellent. I'm pretty sure I have read that because my mom had a bunch of Mary Stewart's. So. Thorninghold is the best. I have not, but I have read the Merlins, and I yeah. similarly I, want yeah, to read, I read all the Merlins. In a long time. Is there also one about Hound? Yes, dogs? the Gabriel Hound. Yes, I've read that one a bunch. Um, and I liked the one. Rose Cottage is also one of my favorites, and Touching Out the Cat. I've definitely read that one. It's a really good one. Since we are sitting in my library, oh, I yeah. actually thought I had the first of the Merlins. It's up there. Crystal it Cave? Oh, that's, yeah, that's right. No, The Last Enchantment is there. I don't know if that one's in it. I think The Last Enchantment is the third one. The ones beside it. Oh, yeah. They're there all you there. go. Yes, yeah. they're all up there. I was yeah. like, I know I have them. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. So now I'm probably read. going to reread those. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Crystal Cave, Hollow Hills, and The Last yeah. Enchantment. Yeah, and then there's a fourth one um, called The Wicked Day, which is about somebody's son. Cool. It's like a fourth, you know, like an adult. Yeah. yeah. Hooray! Hooray! All right, awesome. now let's talk about dragons! Yeah, yeah, tell okay. us about your book. So my book was The Dragon Riders of Pern by Anne McCaffrey, and it's the first in a giantly epic series of books. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes it is. <laughs> I really liked it. The beginning was difficult. Yeah. Because, like, the world building, I had listened to your podcast. Yeah. 
um, nature finds a way, <laughs> and I had read the introduction stuff, mm-hmm. and that was all fine. I think it was the, just the phrasing and all getting used to all of the weird words. Yeah. And figuring out what they meant, because yeah. there was a lot. Yeah. There was a lot of new words, and so you were reading, and you're like, I don't know what's going on, because I don't know what these words mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was very difficult at the beginning. It took me a long time to get into it, and then I got into it, and I was like, oh, crap. Yeah. This book is awesome. <laughs> yes. And then... Um, like I told you guys already yesterday, I was finishing it on the train and I had 20 minutes left and then I turned the page and it was an appendix <laughs> and I was not. With all the definitions of all the words. Yeah. Right? But you didn't know I that, didn't know that, that before. Yeah. <laughs> when you have a hard copy, it's very easy to yes. realize that. I, that it, there are some times yeah, where sometimes. ebooks fail you. Because <laughs> there's also, not so much in this one, but in later ones, there's like a huge cast of characters sometimes yeah, and really it has like all the like. Track. Sort of yeah. like who's related to who. Yeah, like and so um, I don't really know how I feel about the ending because I was distracted mm-hmm. by it. And also because I am brought up in the ways of Whedon, mm-hmm. I, because I didn't know it was the end. Mm-hmm. And he's like, the end, and he's all like, I love being a dragon rider and I'm going to shoot off to fight yeah. these threads. They're so awesome. I'm like, he's totes gonna die in the next chapter. And then, but that was the end. Oh. So I was like getting ready. I'm like, this is so awesome. He's so excited. Everything's so great. Which means somebody's about to die, <laughs> but not because it was the end of the book. Yeah. So I don't really know how I actually feel about the end of the book because I was, that, also I was prepared book one of <laughs> Yeah. And I, I knew that, but like, I, that didn't mean that somebody wasn't going to die. No, fair enough. Yeah. I don't know how this book, these books were, but yeah, it was... I really liked it. Excellent. I think mm. that it was the perfect, like, promotion for mm. your podcast, uh-huh. Nature Finds Wit, <laughs> because I absolutely know that I would not have been able to read that book if I hadn't listened to your podcast first. Oh. So, because I listened to your podcast, which is amazing and everyone should listen to it, <laughs> Sarah's the best. I definitely want to listen to it again. Yes. yes. Now, that you've, to, yeah. now that I watched it. Yeah. Your podcast got me, not just sufficiently, but like exceedingly excited to read the book. Right. And then I had exactly the same problem that mm-hmm. Lindsay did. You, it's, and I like that the author doesn't apologize mm-hmm. for, like, she just, you she know, just she does just it. does it. Yeah. She just and starts telling her story. You figure out what the words are. But yeah, if I didn't know what was coming, and if I wasn't so excited to get to the, and you didn't give any spoilers no, in your podcast. No, really like, not, not at all. But I was yeah. just so, like, I wanted to get into that world, and it was so, and like, your, the dragons, your podcast yeah. was, like, so illuminative in terms yeah. of like letting me know and what you, was coming in the and world. you already in your podcast you would like, you would understood all this stuff yeah and, and i, I was honestly, like why don't i understand what's happening yes i also because i've like i probably read this book for the first time when i was like 12 yeah and i can totally see yeah. you or if i had read it when i was 12 being like one of those things that you've just become super obsessed with yeah i was it was obsessed. written in that kind of way and like yeah. especially and then there's the appendix at the end mm-hmm. where you're yeah. like oh my god i could learn all of these things about the book and then there's more books there's so many books i'm gonna read these forever and learn about things and if i was 12 and right yeah. now yeah. go on the fan pages and i 100 percent felt that way yeah. after yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay. and i there's have so all, there's like 24 other books or something i've yeah. got them all on my e-reader now i cannot wait to start like yeah. i was in it but i had exactly the same issue as yeah. and so Kudos to you Aww. and your podcast because I I hundred percent would not have been able to get over yeah, that yeah. hump if like, I didn't and know that I really wanted to. And that's yeah. definitely too. I'm like, I'm like I would have stopped if I didn't have to read it for the podcast because yeah. I yeah. was like I can't keep reading this book that I don't understand. I can't get into this book if I don't mm-hmm. understand the plot because I don't understand these words. But it does. Know? It does. You I think it takes them. maybe like ten to fifteen percent of yeah. the book based on where like my e-reader was telling me to learn to understand yeah. the way that yeah. like the world that the author is creating mm-hmm. um yeah. and so i'm so glad that i did and yeah, i'm so glad and anyone who like i think it's a, it's a good warning for people mm-hmm. to have going into the book is like yeah. you have to push through it it will yeah. be Probably, like, taxing is the best on your brain. Like, and it's it, it's an exercise to And maybe it. it is easier to read it as a hardcover knowing that there's a dictionary at the back. Yeah. Um, but it's so, so worth it. Because yeah. it was... It was great. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm glad. I wanted a little bit more description of the, like, 
romance side mm-hmm, of things. Because yeah. I got really into the characters, and I was like, hmm, well, this would be nice. So I think fan fiction probably exists out there somewhere. I don't know. And Caffrey, <laughs> she's not alive anymore, but she was very anti-other people writing in her world, including mm-hmm. fan fiction. So you there's can't stop fan fiction. I know, but it was in the '90s. It was easier. Yeah, true. Um, so I'm sure there is some, but I've never read it. No. Um, if you can't find any, you can always just go back and read your what other fan fiction. What was the one that you started reading that got you into fan fiction? Oh, was it? It was Rogan. Um, Rogan Gambit. Gambit. Yeah. yeah, and then Josh and Donna. <laughs> yes, I read a lot of Josh the only, and Donna. Uh, the only fan fiction I ever read was. Felix and Izzy, which is I've really read so much. embarrassing. <laughs> no, that's amazing. That um, also, I don't know if you guys remember the TV show Dark Angel. Oh yeah, that was just Galva that was filmed here. Yeah. Um, there was some really good fan fiction about that. That ha- yeah. and Buffy and Angel and slash mm-hmm. Angelus. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Good choice. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, I think there is, like, Dragon Riders of Pern fan fiction, mm-hmm. but about, like, original characters in the universe. Mm-hmm. I think that was kind of the compromise that ended up in the community. Like, I'm sure it exists, but it... At least when I looked, which would have been probably, like, the 2000s Beginning of the internet. Yeah. 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 That was nice. I don't even really remember. It probably, yeah, it would have been, like, when I was in New Zealand, probably, because I ran out of books, and I was like, oh, there's books on the internet? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Oh! Yeah. 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 So. so, yay! 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 Books! And so many, yeah. and all of them have other books to read. Yeah. Yeah. Which is super fun. And yeah. I'll say that my favorite trilogy is actually the, like, second trilogy, which is the Dragon Drums, Dragon Song ones. I remember you saying that in yes. your podcast. Oh, yeah. I'm very I can't remember it. recording also, my podcast. Also, dolphins. So, yes. They're dolphins of Pearl. I know. I was like, oh my It's God. like everything we wanted in yeah. life. Dolphins and Dragon World? Dolphins and Dragons. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited. I think that's going to be, like, the bulk of my summer reading, is rereading all of those, because it's been a really long time. Yep, I'm pretty pumped. Sweet. Yay. All right. Um, who wants to do our Where in the World is slash was Charlie? I can do that. Excellent. Did you forget what we were going to talk about? Nope. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's go- Oh, I remember. Okay, I so since... This. Yes, so since this podcast has been uh, very literature-focused, mm. and we all really enjoy literature in all its mm-hmm. many forms and factions, uh, we thought about... Uh, we're trying to share an interesting story of where Charlie has been, because he's been resting yeah. in current yeah. times. And mm-hmm. that's good, because in... Just a few short weeks, he has a really important job to do, and you don't need to get stressed, Charlie, because you're going to be, be okay. Be um, but he, he's resting up for, for the party that is coming. Yes. I'm going to get married. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> so cute. So yeah. yeah so we were thinking Charlie. about uh, historical adventure Charlie had been on with a literary twist. Mm. So we like New York a lot. Yeah, quite a do. lot. Quite a lot. Um, we have been to New York together how many times? Three. Technically, technically. twice, and then for the the, the one night one only. Oh. <laughs> that was my first favorite. One day. night only. Yeah. Um, yes. When so we've been to New York on like strictly a New York trip together twice, and yeah. then we also went to Washington D.C. once. And uh, Darren Chris, who we all enjoy quite mm. a lot, he was performing in Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Which we'd already um, seen, seen Neil Patrick Harris do, and we found out that Darren Chris was going to be performing the role and in New York. It's only a three-hour train ride yeah, away, yeah. and we're like, "Well, let's go to New York for like less than twenty-four hours from Washington." It was DC. like fourteen hours, 14 including the train hours. ride. Yeah, it was like my favorite day. It, it was, was amazing. amazing. Hello, oh, we are going to pause. Pause time. Come in. Oh, oh. You can't. Oh, because you have things in your hands. Because you yay, have yay, yay. <gasps> And we're back. Yeah. After a very important breakfast break. Yeah. <laughs> because Jan's the best. Yeah. He brought us cinnamon buns. Yeah. So good. I'm so lucky. It's a true story. True story. Um, so we were talking about New York because Charlie's been to New York, but we're not yeah. actually sharing m- most of Charlie's New York adventures right now. Yes. That will come. Um, this particular one has to do with a trip that Charlie took to my personal favorite place in New York, which is the central branch of the New York State and New York City Public Library. Yeah, I think it's just... I think it's just city. Regardless. There are ghosts there. 
There are <laughs> ghosts yeah. there, yeah. It's my favorite building it's... in the city, 100%. And it's one of my favorite places to go just anywhere in the world. I'm trying to think of what my favorite part of New York is. Mm-hmm. It might be the museum. Yeah. Yeah, yeah both now. of those are the way up there. there too. And I love the New York Public Library because it's a beautiful building. It has so many so old many books. books in it, and it's yeah. beautifully con- like just the architecture and the way that the books are laid out is stunning. It's yeah. the set of many many movies, um, and they also have exhibits. Yeah, and this is where our story begins because when we were in New York and I took you guys to the library, mm-hmm. we found out once we were inside that the featured exhibit was around a number of different children's stories, including Winnie the Pooh! And the New York Public Library somehow had some of the original first Winnie the Pooh toys. The little stuffed animals. They were ancient. Uh, And there was a Winnie, and there was a Piglet, and there... We probably have the picture somewhere we can share. Um, I think there was a Kanga, and maybe a Tigger? Probably. Yeah. Maybe an Eeyore. They were all there. Yeah. There was a bunch. Sure. I don't remember. I don't know if Owl was, but... I haven't looked at those I, photos in a while. Yeah. We should look it up. We probably should have looked it up before recording this podcast, but yeah. it doesn't matter. But there um, are lots of them. <laughs> no, but I wasn't sure if they were, like, the original, like, produced toys, or if they were the actual stuffies that the A.A. Milne's yeah. kid had. Possibly. They were old, and they were stuffies, yeah. and they were just... They made us all yeah. the feels. Mm-hmm. All the feels. There was also the Declaration of Independence there yeah. that day, too. Yeah. Which was weird. <laughs> Yeah. Because we were just, like, kind of walking by. We're like, oh, look, that oh. there it is. That's yeah. random. And also, like, a, a real piece of the, what Beethoven had, like, yeah. been transcribing on or transposing on. Them. Yeah. But regardless. Composing. That's the word I was looking yeah. for. But most importantly for this story was the Winnie the Pooh characters. Yeah. And Charlie, being of the stuffed variety himself, mm-hmm. he was so excited yeah, yeah. to meet Winnie and all of his mm-hmm. friends. And it was really, really awesome. Um, so that is where in the world has Charlie been? He's been he's, to New York City. He's yes. been to the New York Public Library. And inside, he's met Winnie the Pooh. Mm-hmm. Yay! Which nice. ties very nicely into our Canadiana yeah. segment. Because Winnie the Pooh is Canadian, y'all. Nope. <laughs> Can't say that when then have a y'all at the end. <laughs> Meh. Y'all's kind of the perfect word yeah. that needs to exist in all. And not only is Winnie the Pooh Canadian, he is in fact, well, actually he himself is not, but he's named after, named after. my hometown of Winnipeg, Manitoba. True fact. We should try to find the um, heritage moment. Yeah, it's already on my list. Excellent. Because yeah. <laughs> I saw it when I was reading that thing when oh, they yeah. ranked all eighty heritage moments. <laughs> yeah, and I read it, and it was hilarious because they were talking about how contrived some of it is. Like, mm. why are they at the zoo with the sketch guy? <laughs> was just sketching it at that moment. Like, why? Why yeah. is that happening? It's so good, though. <laughs> it's true. It's one of my. It's one of the ones I remember the most. Yeah. My, what I remember the most most is the basketball one. Oh, yes. <laughs> I love the basketball one. <laughs> but yes. So, Canadiana, mm-hmm. Winnie the Pooh, weirdest moment. <laughs> yes, weirdest <laughs> moment. The backstory to this is that there was a soldier who was a Canadian soldier from Winnipeg, Manitoba, mm-hmm. uh, in World... Was it World War One or World yeah, War World Yeah, World War One. Um over in England, and they ended up, the his p- platoon or his whatever. regiment or whatever, his section of the army. <laughs> army friends. <laughs> his army buddies, they ended up coming across a young bear, and they adopted it, and it kind of became their mascot for their division. Division. Um, and they took care of it, which is also just in and of itself a really Random. Cute and random story of all of these guys taking care yeah. of this young, not like a baby, it wasn't yeah. a cub, but like a young lost bear. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he nicknamed the bear Winnie after his hometown of Winnipeg. And then ultimately Winnie went on to then live at the London Zoo, which is where A.A. A. A. Milne, I was going to say Arthur Milne, but yeah. I don't know, A.A. <laughs> One of those A's might be an Arthur. Maybe. Think about Arthur Miller. I think that might have been. But A.A. Milne and his young son, Christopher, uh, came across Winnie at the zoo. Mm -hmm. And that's the inspiration for the Winnie the Pooh series of really sweet stories. I love Winnie the Pooh. So much. (laughs) 
what? Who is your favorite Winnie the Pooh character, Lindsay? Um, I don't know. I think maybe Rue. Yeah. Adorbs. Yeah. I really like Rabbit. <laughs> Rabbit's awesome. I've always been a Piglet fan. Yeah. yeah. I just love little Piglet. I the world is so big and I'm so small. I do enjoy the um the memes now mm. with Winnie mm. and Piglet and it's like what day is today and then it's today and then it's like <laughs> go after yourself. <laughs> Actually no, I changed my mind. My favorite is Eeyore because my Aww. favorite Winnie the Pooh is the one where Eeyore, Eeyore plays the game taking the popped balloon in and out of the thing because he just makes the best of a popped balloon. Yeah. Poor, I, oh, yeah. Eeyore is always so sad. Yeah, he's sad. Oh, I think yeah. my favorite was one when he got stuck in the honeypot. Mm. I don't know. That's the one that I remember the most. Yeah. So. I love the blustery day mm. because I also frequently say it's a very blustery day. I know. <laughs> yes. I really don't like Christopher Robin though. No, I don't either. No. And his clothing and his haircut. Yeah. Like, of the time. It doesn't yeah. matter. I don't like it. It makes me mad. <laughs> Excellent. Anyway, all right. So that's our Canadian segment. Winnie the Pooh, Canadian, um, though not the stories. No, <laughs> the bear. The, the bear. bear is a Canadian not bear, actually. Either it's named for a place in Canada. Named yes. for a place in Canada. Yay. Yay. Yeah. And Charlie's best fund. Yes. Yeah. Right. Who's got a recommendation? I do. Excellent. My recommendation is the Twitter handle. Hamilton and Sunnydale. <laughs> um, there's a lot of these going around. Hamilton, um, Mike Wazowski, which yeah. I also love. And My Hamilton favorite West Wing. Is, um, the was a shot from Monsters University when Mike is like young and like really excited, and he's like kind of blurry, and it's like I was chosen for the constitutional <laughs> convention. I've seen that. So um, yeah, and Hamilton West Wing also mm-hmm. good, but Hamilton Sunnydale is. The, the best. best. Yeah. It is hilarious and also gives me the feels like probably <laughs> two time. to three times a week on Twitter. Like, yeah. I look, like, I open my Twitter and it, like, pops up as the first thing and I, like, start crying. Yeah. <laughs> because it's, um, oh, one of the, so something when, one of the ones with Tara and one of the horribly sad lines. Oh. And it was just... It's awful. Well, just their pinned one, because you have to yeah. see it every time you go to their handle. Their pinned one is Buffy and Dawn on top of the bridge. Oh. And it's like, I love my sister more than anything in this world. I'll choose her life or her happiness over mine every time. And I'm just like, <laughs> We all did the so like hand tears. Hand tears. Yeah, I'm just trying to find because um, I read so good. It's, and they're so, they're, they're both. So on point yeah. from a Buffy fandom and from a Hamilton fandom, yes. and it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, so good. Okay, somebody go well. I'm okay. For this one. Um, oh, my... this one. Oh god. Okay. Which one? <laughs> it's the four of them at the very end. Uh, um, yeah. at the very end of the finale, yeah. where they're talking about the mall, and Giles yeah. is about to say the world is definitely doomed, which yeah. I can't say without kind of crying. Um, and it's look at where you are, look at where you started. And I'm like, oh my god, it's so upsetting. And there's uh, another one too, but yeah, somebody go. So many feelings. Okay. I like that it makes you cry and mm. also laugh oh, out loud. This one frequently. also is great when she's trying to get a loan. Yes, and she's like, <laughs> all I have is my honor, my tolerance for pain, yeah. a couple of college credits, and my top notch yeah. brain, yep. which is like the perfect description of Buffy. Yeah, it works so well. This it's one, this one, this one, this <laughs> one. I can't even read it out loud. Upsetting. It's Damn. a picture of Tara crying, and it says, "I may not live to see our glory, but oh. I will just gladly join the fight." Ah, <laughs> now we're all crying. Now I'm crying. And okay, moving on. on. Okay, anyway, <laughs> but it gives you the feels, but it's also hilarious. Yes. And Lin Manuel Miranda and Josh we- Josh Whedon um, follow it and frequently like and retweet it, which I think yeah. is awesome because it's just a fan person. Yeah, yeah. Um, really and she did. Sometimes she switches them around and does. Um, Hamilton Buffy quotes Buffy over quotes. Hamilton gifts, and she just had one where it was like a thread of people fighting, um, oh, yeah. of the classic fights of uh, Buffy Angel versus Spuffy, and she's like, and when the Riley people come in, they like they're Peggy. <laughs> yeah, no, Peggy was I think it was Dawn was the last one. No, but Buffy Riley is Peggy. Peggy yeah, yeah. The and Peggy then oh yeah, and then somebody else was um, somebody really stupid. I don't remember. Um, mm-hmm was King George. And they're like, when these ones show up? I can't remember who it was, but somebody... Oh, I and then there was the ones where the people, the Buffy Willow people. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Anyway, so awesome. Anyway. It was fantastic. Um, okay, my recommendation is a board game. Huh. I work at a tech company, and sometimes on Fridays, we have 
I don't know, like we hang out and have a drink and de-stress over our crazy lives. And last week we played a board game and it was called Code Names. And I just noticed that Nicole has a I do have and it's code not names. open. No, it's not. I've been waiting to try yeah. it. It was super fun. There's a few different versions, but the one that we played had a bunch of cards that are pictures. And then you split your group into two teams and you lay out a grid of pictures. And each team captain, hopefully I can explain this right, each, or the team captains, each team has a captain, and they look at, like, a map, basically, of the grid of pictures. And on that map are, some of them are blue and some are red. One is black, and then some of them are just plain. And they have to try, by saying one word and one number at a time, get their teammates to pick the right ones to match their team's color. Oh. And if you pick the other team's color, then you lose your turn and then they get that point. Hmm. And if you pick the black one, then you lose the whole round. And if you pick a neutral colored one, then the other team, just you just lose your turn. Um, and if you pick one of yours, then you get to keep guessing. Fun! It's super fun. It was a really great game. We were having so much fun that like, like the CEO and the CTO, my company's really small, so it's not actually that big a deal. Um, the CEO and the CTO, like, as they were leaving, popped in and then ended up staying and playing for, like, 20 minutes with us. That's adorable. <laughs> nice. So it was super fun. What is CTO? Chief Techno Technology oh. Officer. He's my boss. Um, yeah, which is how small the company is. Um, yeah, so that's my recommendation, so. I liked it. Yay! That's what, that also gives, makes me excited to actually open up my game. I'm notorious for buying board games. True. And then not necessarily playing them. Yeah. Well, yeah. we would play more if you didn't live so far away. I know. Yeah. We play board games all the time. That's a lie. We yeah. were really bad at scheduling things because there's a baby. Yeah. No. But before, we used to play them all the time. When our friend was pregnant and was really bored, we played board games all the time. I do love board games. So that's exciting. That's Thank you, Sarah. My recommendation this week is a drink. Oh. So this is for our adult listeners. Mm. Um, it, please be responsible. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Public service announcement right here. Um, my, I am a huge cider fan. And I am very excited about the increasing popularity of ciders. Uh, most of the pubs that I go to now will actually have a cider, sometimes even two ciders on tap, yeah. which is really exciting. Um, but BC is definitely way ahead of the curve on that. Because fruit. Yes, because fruit. Um, definitely when it comes to Canada and in a lot of places in the States as well. Although, interestingly, cider is also super, super popular on the East Coast in the mm. States. Because um, when we were in DC, there were like four ciders on tap and everywhere. Crazy. Yeah. Um, which I guess is not super East Coast. But there's like some part pockets of the US where cider is really popular um, and it's becoming more popular. Well, so you, regardless of where you are, in my experience, Strongbow is a cider that you can find. Mm -hmm. It's pretty prevalent in yeah. North America. Um, and it's fine. Just regular Strongbow is, it's fine. But they have come out with a couple of flavors of Strongbow recently. And the most recent addition to the Strongbow family is amazing. It is called Strongbow Dark Fruit. And it's in a dark purple can. I don't think you can get it in bottles. At least I've never seen it. I've never seen Strongbow in bottles. I've never seen Strongbow's in bottles. Strongbows do come in bottles, but just the original, I think. I'm not Because they come in tall, Strongbow, so. tall boy cans anyway, mm -hmm. so I don't yeah. know why they would come in a bottle. Yeah. Um, but it comes in a dark purple can, and it's... Magical. Mm -hmm. It's really magical. It is not something that you could drink a lot of. I think probably like raspberry. Yeah, it's yeah. probably like a two can max, max situation. But even just having one can is a really nice little <laughs> treat. <laughs> and yeah, Fred agrees. Podcast. <laughs> They're upset that they can't come into this room. Um, it tastes like. <laughs> Cats really want to come in. Sorry. Yeah. Um, it tastes like I think it tastes like red wine gums. Yeah. Um, and we were having because I've made you all try it mm -hmm. and Jan as well. We were having a conversation last night when I was drinking it, mm -hmm. and uh, another good description that I liked was the, like gummy berry candies. I don't even know what they're not yeah, Swedish berries. Not Swedish, Swedish berries. Like, yeah, the, that you get from the the when you go like penny candies penny and like candy. not the covered in sugar ones. They're mm -hmm. just the like the plain ones. like. Yeah. 
purple and red. I don't think you red. can get them not loose. Yeah, I've never yeah. seen them packaged. But they were like my favorite thing to get when yeah. you went to the store and got yeah. five seconds. They're really good in a Slurpee. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, they are. I love putting candy in Slurpees. So yeah, it's a really, really good drink. It's yeah. uh, I'm, I'm impressed by what Strongbow did with it, and uh, I like it a lot. Where's Strongbow Which made? I, it's, uh, it's, it's from the U.S. Oh, sorry, yeah, from the U.K. That's from the yeah. Yeah. I don't I know if it's all still made there, but yeah. I'm sure now that they have a plant. Yeah. yeah. Plant? Sure. Cider plant? Factory? Yeah. Cidery? Cidery. Cidery. I like that's a fun word. It's good and it's not my favorite cider ever, Mm -hmm. but I think it should probably be pretty easy to find Mm -hmm. because I've, you know, in Calgary and Winnipeg, I've seen not just original Strongbow, but like flavored Strongbows in the liquor stores, whereas a lot of the actual ciders that I love from BC, you can't find outside of like Victoria. So uh, I wanted to recommend a cider and I wanted it to be one that could probably, hopefully, maybe be found found in other places. places. So good luck. Hunt it down. It's real good. Yeah. And yeah. What is your favorite cider? (sighs) That's a very good question. All right. Um... It would. It does change mm-hmm. because there's so many. There's so many ones, good ciders, yeah. but the Rum Runner, that Sea Cider, which is mm-hmm. one of the cideries on Vancouver Island, does. Oh, it's real good. It's uh, aged in rum barrels, Ooh, fancy. so it's got a little rum like tartness to mm-hmm. it but the apples they use are it's oh it's really 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 good yep. and um what is it the howling moon dark cherry Ooh. i made that for you guys when oh, i yeah. mulled it like oh, i yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i, I made it as a warm flatter mm-hmm. what were we doing i don't remember we were here, we were here. having a hot tub night yeah. As we do, because my house is a vacation home, okay. <laughs> and there's a hot tub, and a man who brings us treats. We're working right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those are those are probably up there, but yeah, I like to uh, try new ciders, and mm-hmm. I love this wonderful place that we live in, where there are so many craft ciders available Delicious. to us. Yay. What's your favorite beer? Oh god, that's a hard question. I, you can do seasonal. I was just thinking about it, and I've picked oh. seasonal. I, I really, honestly, I really, really like Ode to Citra by... Mm. <sighs> Starts with a P. We'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. Because I can't remember. It's really good. I don't generally like super hoppy beers. Like, I'm generally very anti-IPAs and all that movement. But this is a hoppy beer that has... It has citra hops. And, and they're, I like, drink interesting. It. And, yeah, yeah, Lindsay drinks it. Anything like me. hates bitter hate beers. Hops. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I like it a lot. And it's, yeah, it's a good, like, year-round choice. Because mm-hmm. it, it has hoppy light. flavor, but it's not, like, boring? Which is kind of my criticism of most IPAs, is yeah. that they're just, just like, like, throw some hops at your face beer. and... Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. Here, have some hops! Yeah. Distract you from the bad-tasting beer! Um, whereas, yeah, Eau de Citra is, like, a good beer with some interesting hop. Like, it get they get really interesting flavors from the hops, mm. rather than just camouflage. Which is kind of a lot of IPAs. Mm-hmm. What's yours? Well, I think I have two or three. <laughs> I have I um, love light beer. I love lagers and most wheat ales yeah. and fruit beers. We have a lovely thing we like mm-hmm. to call fruit beer salad. Fruit beer salad. Hashtag. Um, and discover all the beers and there's so many now that mm-hmm. have fruit in them and it's delicious and there's so many really really good beers out there. But I think my all time favorite beers so it's kind of tied which is a weird thing to say yeah. because mainly because one of them is really hard to get um my all-time favorite beer is the pineapple mm. from maui brewing company which we discovered when we were in maui yes mm-hmm. and amazingly is sold in a liquor store in new west yeah which is random not um, even a liquor store in vancouver i mean yeah. it might be in one liquor store but we <laughs> well take some of the really the, big ones i don't did we ever look in legacy i don't, I don't think, think so. so but the liquor store across the street from us Sells other Maui brewing mm-hmm. yeah. cans, which is random. And also that one we were in, we were in Victoria, mm-hmm. the one you mm-hmm. like. The Strath, which yeah. has three, count them, three fridge cases of cider. Yeah. <laughs> and not like, you know, Strongbow and but Growers but that mm-hmm. cider, but like craft ciders. Yeah. It's the best. Because um, they had the coconut one and they had something else. Yeah. But mm-hmm. not the, pine- not the pineapple. Uh, pineapple one. 
Um, so yeah, there's a one in New West, really close to my dentist, <laughs> which is random. So it's like a bonus after going to the dentist. Go get some pineapple Go beer. Go get some pineapple beer. But it's so good. It's so, like, I love fruit beer, but it's not it's super not sweet. sweet. And it just, it tastes like it magic like, and love. Yeah, it tastes like really good beer and smells like pineapple. Yeah. So it's not sweet like pineapple. Yeah. And then my other one that's tied for top favorite is Pyramid Apricot Ale. Mm. Um, which, which is just available just everywhere. Available all the time and it's just delicious. But I think in the winter, when you want something rawr, mm. that will fill you up but not grossly, mm. um, that will keep you warm even though it's a cold beer. I don't yeah. know. That totally makes sense. Yeah, I agree. Um, would be 33 Acres of Darkness. Ooh, yeah. Which a dark lager. so good. It's a dark lager. So it's dark. So you get that feeling of drinking a dark, yeah. hearty beer, but it doesn't taste like that. It doesn't taste dark or like a meal. Yeah, it's um, it's dark and light, like dark and like dark color light, and like dark weight. flavors, but yeah, lightweight. Yeah, so yeah, it still really tastes good. like a lager. There's no gross hops, um, but you get the feeling of what you're looking for in a dark, wintry, wintry drink. Yeah. Yeah, that was an unexpected segment. I know. Good job. Yeah. Good job, us. It was delicious. Anyway, yeah. those are some right. random recom- extra yeah. recommendations for Sweet. you. So Yay. yeah, don't forget that you can subscribe to our podcast if you search for Life Wives for Life on your favorite podcasting um, way of listening to podcasts. We have a website called lifewivespodcast.com and you can find all of our information, show notes, pictures of Charlie, etc. there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Lynn, where can people find us on social media? You can find us on all the things at Life Wives for Life. On Twitter, it is a four, the number. On Facebook and Instagram, it's a four, F-O-R. And, yeah, we've got pictures there. Um, we should have... Um, we've got pictures of ep- um, from episodes, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to have multiple pictures uh, up in uh, albums. I will be putting up a Canada Day Memories one on Ooh, Facebook. Yay, after we launch our Canada Day one. Yeah. And there'll obviously be many more. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you can always go back to the website to see just a generic album of Where in the World is slash was Charlie. Yay! Yay! And we would love to hear your thoughts on the books that we read. You should read them too. Yay! Definitely. Let us know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In all of the various ways that you can talk to us. Yes. Which we just told you. And let us know what your favorite Hamilton in Sunnydale tweet is. Yeah. yeah. And or your favorite Hamilton in something else. Something tweet. else tweet. Yes. Twitter account. Because everybody loves Hamilton. Yay. Singing. You'll be back. Yeah. You'll be back. I all I know is the oceans rise, empires fall. Bye. We are. Hooray!